striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report. It is Thursday the 7th of April 2022. We have a huge episode today. We have Alex Avulovic, John Domenico, Gabby Bolt, Charles Hi. And I'm Dom Knight. Everybody's here. Well, Lachlan's not here, but he's got to edit it up. It's going to be absolute hell for him. Welcome, everyone. That's right. And we've got a very big announcement to make, (gasps) which is that the Chaser has been acquired by Elon Musk. Oh, finally. Yay. Wait, I thought thought you were a bit upset at him because he called you a pedophile on Twitter, right? Well, you know, um, we sued him. We failed. <laughs> He's allowed to call me a pedophile. <laughs> That's just how things roll. Ah, fair enough. But yeah, it's um, there are going to be a few changes around here. He's, he's taking a position on the board, Uh-oh. and um, from now on, all employees uh, will have to be bullied. And uh, that, that's a change. Oh, okay. no, so there's no real that's change not there. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, uh, this will interest you, John. You write a lot for the website. Oh yeah. There'll now be an edit button. Uh, on the Chaser website, which Whoa. means that you can fix up all your fucking typos for once. I mean, <laughs> that's also literally your job to do. <laughs> but so I also know because there was famously a Tesla employee who was fired because they ran a review channel on YouTube and the idea that there could ever be criticism freaked out Elon mm. Musk, so he fired them on the spot. Oh, there will, there will be no criticism of the Chaser. Yeah, so don't, do I need to go back and delete all the Elon Musk articles? Oh, like the one where I said I that thought, he was the oh, cunt of yes. the year. Oh, yes. I already did that There for are you. a lot oh, of thank those. You. Thanks, God. Can, thanks I, can God. I just I say on behalf of our development team, we have had an edit button in the pipeline for ages. It's not like this is a new idea yeah, right, of Elon's. Yeah, yeah it's, not the, it's not the button that's the problem. I think it's more just our staff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've always had an edit button, but it's now going to be used for the first oh. time. Oh, that's a, that feels scary for this company. Another thing, all our satire will be fully electric. So we're wow. fa- completely phasing out all petrol-powered satire. What? Yep. Great. I was getting real tired of coal-powered satire, honestly. Oh, yeah. I've actually set up a new partnership between um, and Lachlan's producer note segment and uh, Elon Musk's The Boring Company. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> hey, Lachlan. We are um, moving our office. That's the other thing. What? Okay. Yeah, we're going to be the first... Uh, Satirical company to set up on Mars. So, <gasps> yep. Sick. Well, he's also, um, I understand he's also taken over the, the news headlines department, Charles, and every single satirical article is just going to be, this person is a pedo. <laughs> I mean, he's, I've already started work on some articles about Grimes. Yeah. And just how right. horrible she is. Yeah. I'm excited for Mars, though. They're like, all our competitors are here on Earth. Yes. Unless, is Batuta opening a Mars? Office? No, Batuta did it first. Sorry. They did it Fuck. first, yeah, unfortunately. They did it first, yet after we did somehow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How did that happen? Can we actually, can we just tweet Elon Musk and see if he wants to buy 10% of our company? Can we just tweet but, him for like, for like, give him a discount, make it 1 billion rather than 2.9 that he paid for Twitter. perfect. Has he bought Twitter as well? I didn't yeah. realise that. Yeah. Yeah, it was a two for one deal. Yeah. Um, right. You buy Twitter, you get the chaser <laughs> for free. Yeah. Well, I suppose both of them are dying platforms <laughs> that are infuriating to engage with. So. Coming up on the show, what have we got? Uh, Scott Morrison's had a few interviews going into the election and they've gone terribly. Oh, great. Well, that'll be interesting. And Alex, uh, we've got an update on the World, World Cup. Cup fever, baby. Oh, wow. Yes. Australia's Ooh. going places. Is the Australian women's cricket team... Meg Lanning and the team, incredible performance. No, um, no, no. no. I'm, I'm talking about the, the, the Boy World Cup. The the real one. Oh. You know? Oh, that's 
Is that a okay. bad way to... The, the shit one. <laughs> the one that Australia won't be competing in because we usually... The one that gets enough. more money for some reason. Yeah, yeah, the rich one. The rich one for ah. the boys. That's the one I'm oh. talking about. Yeah, the boys, honestly. But before any of that, though, let's check in with Beck in the Chaser Newsroom. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Scott Morrison has pledged to sign a document declaring he is not racist in a move that would never be done by anyone but a closeted racist. The Prime Minister, who celebrated stopping immigrants with a trophy, has defended himself, stating that he hates people of all races equally. Barnaby Joyce has joined the cast for Married at First Sight, with producers hoping that he will bring some degree of sanity to the show. Currently, critics are outraged at the appalling display of commitment, saying it's probably the worst representation of a relationship ever put on TV, with the same criticisms also being given to MAFs as well. In other news, Will Smith has won a Grammy for having the best rock hit. Following his slap of the comedian last week, the actor has apologised for accidentally making the Oscars interesting. Those are the latest headlines for The Chaser Report. I'm Rebecca Dayunamuno. So, John, you've been tasked with listening to interviews with Scott Morrison. Oh, yeah, you guys give me the worst stuff. Um, mm. So, it's there's an election coming up. And after a nice weekend where I completely didn't look at any news and was actually happy for once, mm. you guys told me to watch Scott Morris interviews this week. Yes. So I have. On Tuesday night, he was on um, 7.30 with Lee Sales. So if you're Prime Minister and you wanted to look good at an interview, mm. how much time would you guys spend learning the name of the network you're on? Uh, well, it's a trick question because if it's the ABC, I'm, I hate it. So... I'm clearly not going to be saying that. All right. Um, well, I've got a clip here. We'll be appearing on the EBC and everybody's programs <laughs> over the course. The EBC. EBC. <laughs> Elon Broadcasting Corporation. <laughs> yeah, he's purchased that too. You're wondering, yes, the entire interview is a train wreck, as you can probably guess from not knowing the name of the ABC. He must be in a panic. He must be sort of thinking, because everyone's attacking him from mm. his own side of politics. His poll numbers are woeful. I would forget the name of the ABC. <laughs> if, uh, I think he was just getting a clever loophole. Because you know how last time he went on 7.30, he pulled out at the last minute? Oh. Yeah. Um, this He could just say, if he oh. didn't want to do it, he could just say, let, let's say he didn't want to do it because one of his senators unloaded on him massively in the Senate shortly before the interview. He could just say, oh, I didn't say the ABC. I said the, <laughs> the EBC. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's defamation I, proof. It's pretty good. I, I, think, I think you guys are giving him too much credit. I think it's more likely that he genuinely forgot the order of the alphabet. Oh, like, I, yes. I just think oh, yeah. like it's Well, like, that would explain the vaccine rollout. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fuck, is it is it B first? Yeah. I can't remember. We're going to do this in alphabetical order. Scott Morrison gets the first jab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, S comes before M, doesn't it? <laughs> 
<laughs> so there was a lot of stuff about the bullying where he mainly just said there's people who have an axe to grind. In, um, and it was an election coming up. That's why Bill criticised him, including Macron, which was last year. And That guy's got an axe to grind. Yeah, mm. definitely <laughs> an axe to grind within factional Liberal Party. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but um, also yeah. ahead of a popularity- Actually, it'd be a guillotine, wouldn't <laughs> it? Ahead of going to the French public and wanting to be re-elected, the most popular thing he could do would be to attack Scott Morrison. Does that bode well? Probably. I mean, I'd be surprised if French people know who Scott Morrison is because he's an Australian Prime Minister and we're not actually relevant anywhere else. Mm. But um, but we know who Macron is. Yeah, yeah that's because Macron's like interesting a delicious snack. God, no. <laughs> so if you so um, if you got again if you guys are prime minister going into an election, and one of the main criticisms of the party you're against is that they're parachuting people into se- um, seats in Sydney. Mm. Would you copy that in the same seats? Ooh. Well, what's what's the other option in this multiple? You then you pick candidates from the area. No, no, you don't. No, no, don't you they go. Might be, this is they great. might be. Great. You can like put our mates in the area. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So um, this was put forward because Scott Morrison has been alleged of parachuting someone into Parramatta, which is the exact same seat that a Labor Party just did. But he says it's completely different. It's principles. Mm. Why did you decide to intervene and dictate this pre-selection process yourself with a small group of people rather than leave it to local branches to pick candidates? Mm. It's the same sort of faceless mm. men scenario that the Liberals used to tear shreds off Labor over. But the, 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 the other, all the members that, I, not just I, this process was done by myself, the Premier. Uh, they see our faces all the time. And, and the other one was Christine McDiven, who was the first ever female president of the Federal Liberal Party. Now, and she's certainly not a faceless man. She's a woman who I've worked with over a long time. <laughs> so, yeah, guys, doesn't count as a faceless, she's a faceless woman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. The way I prefer them. <laughs> oh, yeah. He did say... <laughs> they can't talk back if they don't have any mouth. <laughs> you guys are claiming there's like sexism here, but Scott Morrison very strongly throughout the entire interview said that it was actually because he likes empowering women. Oh. And this way they got 50% females in the cho- like in the selection. Oh, okay. So it's sort of ScoMo the feminist. Yeah. He did at one point say, people keep telling me to stand up for the women in mm. our party and protect them. Mm. And that's what I'm doing. Which I think he's gotten confused because no one was talking about pre-selection they're talking about like alleged rapes mm. and he's like oh protect women the ones who are going to vote for me and surely the best way to protect women is to not put them in the liberal party where <laughs> they'll have all these horrible things happen to them in parliament house and then not be protected or is it that he was protecting them from not being shot when he they didn't shoot them yes yeah at, probably the, at that rally that's what it is I'm also really glad that he's um, really up on feminism now, so he understands that what women want is for a big, strong man to protect them. That's, yeah. um, <laughs> yes. that's exactly style. what's wanted. Yeah. Now, obviously, that's not the only thing that Scott Morrison's been criticised on. What? He's also, um, yeah, shockingly, he's also been criticised about his flood response. But and he and also the weird claim he made that people told him not to give any money to flood relief. But he was fighting against the public on that one and going to do it anyway. Oh, yeah, that's right. So uh, there was a question regarding who actually that was that asked. Oh, brilliant. So, Last week you said, I know I've got critics who say you shouldn't be spending money on helping people during these crises. Mm. Who said that? 
Oh, look, all, all the time. Who <laughs> said that? No, I'm sorry. Who said people, you um, shouldn't I mean, spend you, money you helping try, people you in You should try looking at my Facebook feed from time to time. It's probably just as, as, as nasty as, as, as yours. <laughs> people... <laughs> Gloating that his I Facebook feed's it. nasty. Yeah. What pages does he like? What's I would love there? it. He's I like, got the um, nastiest feed you'll ever see. If, if you want to see people asking me to not help, all you have to do is check my audience yeah. on my social media. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta say, I'm very people one. who like me. This does check out. I want to know who the fuck this um, all the time person is. <laughs> When he was, he was asked directly who Great was name. it, and he said all the time, <laughs> "Who the Great fuck name. is this person?" Because I looked, what a name! I, che- I fact checked <laughs> by going through Scott Morrison's Facebook feed. I couldn't find a single comment of anyone saying "Don't give money to floods." <laughs> I found a bunch That's that said rare. "Do give money to floods." Oh, but like I couldn't find this all the time person. So if anyone knows who they are, please let us know. So, and, and I just want to let you know that I want to know what that's short for. Um, all the. There's one last thing from this part, this interview here specifically, that I think shows why it's a train wreck and why a lot of his has been. So Lee Sales brings up the simple fact that for the last 30 years, every election, both major leaders do two sit-down interviews with 7.30 and it's a tradition because it's the biggest news show in the country. Mm. And so she asked Scott Morrison, will he do it? invite you while I'm here. Would you be happy to do a couple of interviews on the... Well, we'll be appearing on the EBC and everybody's programs over the course of the campaign, Lee, and um, we've always made ourselves pretty available. Well, well, that's not a direct answer, actually. Will you be doing two interviews on primetime on 7.30? The election isn't about the 7.30 report, it's about the Australian people. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So he couldn't even answer that question directly. Wait, did he say EBC twice? He said EBC again. That's where I got the first question. And it hasn't been called the 7.30 report for eight years. The evil broadcaster. He's promised not to defund the EBC. (laughs) (laughs) Also, he's claimed that he's made himself widely available to the ABC. He literally skipped out on this program last week. (laughs) No, 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 John. No, 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 John. He means content. Oh. He's made his content widely mm. available, which is why we cannot stop shitting mm. on him. <laughs> <laughs> widely available whenever Paul Murray wants to do an event in a pub with people who only like Scott Morrison. Well, He's <laughs> always happy to come to that. Well, if you guys are struggling here and you're looking childish on TV, the, clearly the next solution which Scott Morrison thought of was to go on the YouTube channel 6 News Australia with 13-year-old journalist Roman McKinnon and 14-year-old journalist Leonardo Puglisi, which happened last night. So I've got a list here. If you were PM, would you do any of these following things when talking to literal children online when it's being recorded? Beautiful. Would you laugh at them? No. Probably. Depends what the kid did. Um, Wait, am I Scott Morrison? We wore a funny hat and he was trying to make me laugh. (laughs) Did he wear a funny hat? No, this is like a serious sit-down interview. Okay. Would you laugh at them and their questions? Not, no. Not, no. Not, not while it's being No, recorded. no. Okay. Would you cut off their questions if you don't like where it's going? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. you're a politician, but no, you shouldn't. No, and it's no, easier no. to cut them off when they're kids. Mm. That's the thing. <laughs> they're asking for it. Would you directly lie to their face? Probably. I mean, that's more yeah. normal yeah. with children. We tell children that Santa is real. If they fact check you, would you argue about whether or not you were lying? <laughs> Oh, wow. Really? (laughs) I can't wait to hear this. Would you get mad and combative when they bring up polling numbers? Uh, Yeah, with a (laughs) 14-year-old. That's the best way to deal with a 14-year-old is to get combative. (laughs) No, I disagree. I think the best way to deal with a 14-year-old is deal with it how 14-year-olds do. They need to do a fight at the canteen. Yes. All right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Just throwing a couple of milks, you know? Can't yeah. wait for Leo to knock out Scott Morrison. Yeah, it's going to fucking ruin him. <laughs> well, that's what I've got is, would you complain about 
the juvenile topics that journalists bring up while talking to literal children. Sure. About the topics that they want to talk about, like lying. Ah, uh, it sounds like he just stuffed it up completely, All right, so isn't he? Because isn't the whole point about going on one of these things is it's a sort of cute moment that's warm and fuzzy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, proves think that, how but also, Leo's quite a good journalist. He's 14 and he's better at researching shit than I am. <laughs> are, are you telling me that he treated this like it was, I don't know, a rollout of life-saving vaccines? Well, I don't know. I've got a clip here of... Um, one of Leo's attempts to ask a very serious question and how Scott Morrison responded. Crikey, um, and of course, they're their own out. That's not a good start. If you're starting with crikey and you're well, talking about well, credibility, it's not a good start. I, you can make that claim short, but at the same time, they I put together... It, I, can make, I can assert it strongly, I can tell you. Absolutely, no, absolutely you can assert it strongly, and we're giving you a platform to assert that. No one's stopping yeah. you from asserting that. Everything that you said is is on the record. The ABC has fact you, um, fact-checked you, rather, um, about... No, the about ABC and crikey... Let, let's let's add a few more then. I'm sure there's the Australia Institute is probably going to be the next one. I suspect. Oh wow! Imagine being rationally talked down from an argument by a 14 year old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was quite. <laughs> like Leo's negotiation skills are off the chart. I want him to come to my house and talk me out of an anxiety attack. <laughs> yeah, that- you are, you're, no, you are allowed to have a tantrum here. We are allowing you that platform to have a tantrum, but here are some facts. <laughs> facts, blah, blah, blah. You're not going off to a great start. Can, can you imagine if that happened like a dinner party and some friend's parents would I would talk to a kid like that? You would literally say, can you not talk to my child <laughs> like that, please? Well, well, no, that would is- be the gossip of the party. Dom, I would, I would never stop talking about that. If I ever witness your kid rationally talking you down from an argument at the dinner table, I am telling everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, so one thing that you guys are missing as well is because this is audio, you don't actually see the visual. This During that question, which goes for about a minute, and I had to cut it short, I cut it down a bit, Scott Morrison gets the biggest smirk on his face, like what he's about to say is going to be a dunk on Leo, and then it fails, and then you can just like sort of see him get mad afterwards. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it goes, and like that exchange goes on for longer and pretty much every single exchange sort of turns into Scott Morrison trying and failing to just bully a child. <laughs> Brilliant. Yes. Brilliant. So if you want to – so I do suggest genuinely check out um, Six News Australia's YouTube channel to watch the full interview because it is genuinely crazy. <laughs> I'm so excited. I, I can't wait. So Scott Morrison basically tries to dunk on a 14-year-old and misses the basket every time, you're saying. Yeah, and that was – yeah. I just can't wait for Scott to announce that his um, election advisor is actually Healthy Harold. Can we get Leo on the podcast? Uh, I that think he should. Um, actually, I think he's there is a chance. Talent. So, Lachlan, keep this in as this ends up happening. And check your feed later here this afternoon for an interview with Leo. Oh, Once wow. he finishes school. School. <laughs> Genuinely, if the episode's late, that is why. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. None of the medical advice contained in the Chaser Report should legally be considered medical advice. The Chaser Report.
So, Alex, uh, what's happening with the World Cup? Uh, it's really, really depressing stuff. Um, last week, the Socceroos uh, lost against Saudi Arabia and Japan. Look, we've still got a chance to qualify, but it'll be tricky. We'll have to put in the work, and I was here to work out how we do that. So I've just been Googling, you know, Socceroos putting in the work in Qatar in Google search, and there's just really depressing news out there. The first one is that we don't have much of a chance of winning. And the yeah. second one is Rough. that 6,500 migrant workers died in construction since the World Cup was announced in Qatar. You How are crazy is that? kidding. Yeah. 6,500. 6, yeah, just, is... just since they announced the World Cup building these these stadiums. This is a tragedy. When we're not going to win the World Cup? Yeah, yeah. I mean, two tragedies at once. It's so fucked up. Um, but, you know, I couldn't help it and I started looking more into these foreign workers it's fucked up. Do you guys know what's happening in Qatar? Is it, this is the place where when you go there, because a lot of workers travel from India and Pakistan yeah, and yeah, places yeah. like that, they take your passport yep. from you and so you can't leave. No. Is that right? Yeah, you can't yeah. leave. And your employer guarantees you being there. So even if you manage to wrestle your passport off them, you'll immediately get arrested because... You're not at your job. You're not at your job. Um, but it, but it, it's it's a so wild. It's basically slavery. Yeah, yeah. Well, I yeah, because I, mean, I know a few law nerd types and human rights people who go on about, oh, modern slavery. But yeah, it checks out. It's, yeah, it's actually huge. slavery. Uh, it, it's a pretty wild place because foreign workers make up 88% of the population. So oh, wow. <laughs> only 12% of the population is Qatari, which is really confusing i mean like these, these guys don't do shit right every mm. job's done from like you know from construction to the service sector to care it's all done mm. by foreign workers these guys just chill and it makes you wonder like whenever i see like far-right anti-immigrant people in the west because i'm just like they're all like immigrants are taking our jobs they won't assimilate i'm thinking like they got it all wrong it's a threshold thing once you reach 88 <laughs> percent immigration that sweet spot you can just do slavery again like <laughs> you, they really shouldn't be complaining they should be like more yeah, more. yeah. this actually makes a lot of sense because famously qatar's world cup choice was the one that brought fifa down and led to a lot of the bosses getting arrested because it was just such an obviously like corrupt choice because they bought it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, much and as they buy all this labor one of the criticisms at the time was Qatar didn't have a soccer team, which <laughs> there is that. I'm which, sure they could get a migrant soccer yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. So that's so. what the World Cup is. They're just yeah. a bunch of migrant workers coming in to play soccer in the country. Oh, it's wild. Well, I did I did a lot of research. Um, so I want to take you guys on a trip to exotic South Asia so you can see what it's like for one of these migrant workers. And Lachlan, please don't don't put a racist soundtrack under this. It's it's serious. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, so here's the situation. You're, you're from Bangladesh, listener. You are from Bangladesh. You can't find a job, you know, but construction is booming in Qatar because, you know, they're building a World Cup in the middle of the desert. It's a lot of work. All you need to do is pay a $5,000 migration fee so Qatar will let you in. Um, $5,000? Yeah, yeah. It's huge. <laughs> like, you don't make that kind of money in, in Bangladesh, especially if you're unemployed. Um, but you'll be making big bucks in Qatar. And coincidentally, the migration agent can give you a loan uh, so you can pay it off. It's fucking sick. You, you're set, right? Um, so you take that loan, you get to sunny Qatar um, and straight off... The, is it all right if I just keep reading? Yeah, this okay. is amazing. Um, and straight off the bat, as soon as you get there, your promised pay is cut by like 30%. They take your passport, like you mentioned. You can't leave the work compound. You're sharing a room with 10 people. So you're, you're stuck there building stadiums in the searing desert sun. That's where these mm. and a half thousand people died. Um, and you're spending years just paying off the debt and interest you paid to just get there. Oh, but the nice. most ridiculous thing about the stadiums, I didn't make this up. This is fucking insane. Do you know who designed the stadiums in Qatar? Albert Speer Jr. 
I was gonna true. make a joke. He's the I was son. gonna say he's, he's the, the son of an architect, and I thought it would be too ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, the most renowned what? architect of the Third Reich. His son is building these stadiums where these six and a half thousand. Is People Third Reich once removed? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it's it's fucking insane. It's like they're trying That's to make horrible. the worst the worst World so, Cup in the world. Is it sort of like only six five. Only 6,500 yeah. people have died? Well, the thing is, a lot of human rights places have questioned that figure because this is what's released by the Qatari government. Oh, that's and the they're like, it doesn't right. account for yeah. Filipino deaths or Kenyan deaths and, like, deaths not in construction. Like, I mean, construction's fucked and it's mostly men doing it. But it's well, even- hang on. Why doesn't it count... Kenyan or Filipino deaths. <laughs> I guess because oh, well, they're not people. Yeah, they don't count. by a Nazi. Why do you think, Charles? Oh. I can't believe the Nazis no would be racist. There's no for nuance <laughs> in Nazi thinking. But and also these are just deaths in construction, and those are those are men dying. But it's like much worse for for female um, workers over there because generally you're instead of in construction, you're you're a nanny, so you're working inside the boss's house. So you don't even get that. 10 person bunk mm. um, you're just always on and like they take your passport you can't leave the house and so many people get sexually assaulted and but the the clincher is since premarital sex is a crime in Qatar the boss can hold it against you and get you imprisoned if you don't if do you what they do them in. yeah yeah so it's wow it's so fucked um, but most importantly we still have a chance of playing there um, we lost against Saudi oh. Arabia last week but we just have to win against the UAE on the 7th I, of June I, I, I don't. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to win. Gabby, don't, no, don't, don't be a spoiled. You're sport. the reason we lost against Saudi Arabia uh, last week. People like you, it fucking, it sickens me. Um, can, can where's your reflect, national pride? Uh, and can we, we got, just reflect that when Australia ran for this same World Cup, like we really campaigned very hard to host this year's World Cup. We got one vote. <laughs> we got like one vote. All those people who argued that Australia should have boycotted the 1936 Olympics in Munich. They, they were just wrong. Yeah. The the best way to show up the Nazis is to thrash them at their own games. <laughs> oh, I mean, we didn't do that, but like... We're def- and the Socceroos are definitely not going to thrash anyone. No. Because su- they suck. But, but, but you know who is? Spirit. Every single Qatari employee. <laughs> yeah. Our gear is from Rode Microphones and we're part of the ACAST Creator Network. And if you want a fancy stadium, hire the son of a prominent Nazi. <laughs> Yay. Brought to you by Elon Musk. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.